Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nintendo Fanboys. And I'm actually really, really, really excited for today's episode. This is going to be a very good one if you are a fan of Nintendo. If you can't stand Nintendo, then I have to ask why you are listening to this. But anyway, and today's a really special episode because as you saw, Steven has a new toy. Yes, I do. Thanks to you, the man, the legend, Jared Nichol. <laughs> and he's whispering again. He constantly whispers. I think he's shy. Yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll work. We'll work with that and I'll slowly improve eventually. Maybe we should start a Patreon and the stretch goal would be at, at a certain amount of money, I would start speaking louder. I think that's what we should invest in. <laughs> that's what we should do. I agree with that. And we'll, we'll put the, uh, the cap at 20,000, uh, a month there. And at 20,000 a month, you might be able to, might, we're not going to guarantee it, but you might be able to hear, hear Stephen in our podcast. That would be oh, lovely. Oh gosh. <laughs> that would be just hilarious. So, uh, I would ask you what's going on, but, uh, I think everybody knows what's going on, but go ahead and tell us, cause you've been playing something else, and I actually wanted to, um, have the first section of the podcast dedicated to that game that you're talking about, just to give us a little bit of, uh, impressions, and I also wanted you to talk a little, little, little bit about some of the reviews that you've read, and do you agree with them? Do you think, uh, people are crazy? And just, just, just talk. Just talk. Yeah, so, uh besides the switch which i uh, will talk about later i'm also playing a lot of mario sports uh, superstars on the 3ds i'm also playing some pokemon which i is always something i play usually every week here and there but i'm mainly been playing mario sports superstars simply because of uh, the baseball game that's in it I, I keep calling it mario baseball but that's probably what i'll reference it as and like even yesterday, which was the second day, which I could play my Switch. Like at one point, I had an hour free when my kid was during his afternoon nap, and instead of playing with my brand new Switch, I played an hour of Mario Baseball. Simply because, first off, I absolutely love my 3DS. Like I've said many times now on this podcast and on videos on the site, it's my favorite system of all time. And I think it'll, it'll get me. It'll take a while for me to abandon it, like you did, like almost immediately after you got your Switch. Like I, I just, I just love that thing so much. And Mario Baseball just came out, and really, it's a fantastic, fantastic game, especially if you love baseball or baseball video games, because you don't necessarily need to love the sport to enjoy uh, playing uh, baseball video games. And what I always loved about watching baseball, I'm a huge baseball fan, and playing baseball games is that, for me, baseball is the most strategic sport out there. And even though Mario Baseball on the 3DS is very simple, I love the mind game going on between the pitcher and the batter. It, it's like a mind battle. It's it's You see that on TV when you watch a, a, a game when the... the Always the bat, the, the pitcher will always, uh, throw different pitches. Sometimes they'll throw two, uh, two fastballs in a row just to throw off the pitcher. He might throw you a, f a few pitches inside at the <coughs> beginning of the count and to set up the outside pitches later on. It's, 
amazing. It's really fun to watch. And that's what I like about this game. It's You do just that, and you can play online. Like The single player is pretty fun, but it'll take you about five or six hours to complete all the tournaments that you need to do in Mario Baseball, and then you want to move on to the online portion of the game, which is surprisingly uh, addicting, because you can have a quick three innings matches with people all over the world, and the... There's there's not much lag. I was surprised by that. I'm playing with people from Japan, and sometimes there's not any lag whatsoever. And it's just doing stuff like I said. Like uh, I'm basically like frustrating people because there was one game I played uh, which I I I, I won that uh, in three innings. If you know three innings, that means you you need nine outs uh, to secure the victory. And I had nine strikeouts. I was just striking out the, everybody, and the, the guy was hitting at anything. So at the end, I wasn't even throwing close to to the the center of the plate. I was just throwing it way outside, and he, he would still keep trying to hit the ball because it's very hard to know. You need a good eye. And even though Mario Baseball has different uh, colors for the pitches, which you can identify, it's still hard because you need to do that like in a fraction of a second to identify, okay, should I hit, should I not hit, do I need to uh, aim inside or outside with my bat while I'm hitting, because if you're not, and if the, the, the pitch is outside, and you're not aiming outside, you won't hit the ball, so it's it's very, very fun, and sometimes, like, it, I, when I have very, very uh, tight matches, because sometimes I'll lose, it, it happens too, because there are some people that are way better than me at that game, but it's still always very close, and it's it's all about. I had another game the other day where I had nine strikeouts again, and I ended up losing in extra innings one zero because I couldn't hit the guy either. So it's really really fun. And like I said, like just just the strategy of okay, like the the dude I use right now is Metal Mario, and Metal Mario has six different type of pitches. Some characters only have three, I believe, maybe two, like a fastball and a curveball, but this guy has like the fastball, he has a slider, he has a, a screwball, he has a fortball, and he also has, I don't know if I mentioned the curveball already, but he has six pitches, and it's really awesome to mix and match and try to get the, the guy out, or also just simply trying to get a... Uh, a ground ball for an out. It, there's so much strategy, and this game is extremely simple. Like you, I read some things in the reviews that you don't feel, and that's true. You don't feel, but you have the option to. So I don't know why people are saying that you cannot feel. You have the option of either having manual fielding, semi-automatic fielding, or automatic fielding. And also the pitches, you can only choose the location of the pitch, you cannot affect the uh, height of the pitch. So if you throw a pitch in the center of the plate, it all will always be a strike. It cannot be high or low. So it's, like I said, it's really simple. This is not MLB The Show. But for me, it works as a quick arcade title, and it's really, really fun to play. I do wish we had also an MLB The Show on the Switch, but that will never happen because that's... Like, I also enjoy the arcade games, like uh, the the show, MLB The... No, not The Show, but The uh, the, the Bigs. MLB The Bigs was an awesome series that sadly doesn't exist anymore, but I like, I, I like arcade and simulation. Both are fantastic, and I wish 
that we'd have an option for that, but sadly we don't have much uh, sports options if you're a Nintendo fan usually, so I don't expect that to change over the years. And I'll talk quickly about the other, uh, there's four other games on this compilation, and they are soccer, golf, tennis, and horse racing. And they're all crap. So, <laughs> for me anyway, like uh, I, the reviews that I've read seem to indicate that the soccer game is the best. But I've played soccer games on the 3DS, like I've played Pro Evolution Soccer 2011 and 2012. There's also a 2013 version and some FIFA games in there that I never played. So you have options on the 2DS for a better soccer game. And when it comes to tennis, it's extremely simple. And there's also Mario Open Tennis on the 2DS, which I've never played, but it's probably a lot better than this. Same thing with golf. There's a Mario Golf game. The horse racing thing uh, has some potential if you're into that. I just could, couldn't play it for more than five minutes because it, there's a lot of strategy involved, even though it's simple, and I just didn't did not have the patience to uh, to do that, and it sounded a bit silly. But horse racing, definitely, if you're into that, has some potential. But for me, like the real reason to get this game is for Mario Baseball. And I wish you would get that game because I, I would have so much fun Playing something like that with an actual friend, like that would be amazing. But I know you, you don't like competition stuff for some reason. And it's not simply because you suck at most games. Because even games like Fighters, which you would destroy me, like I wouldn't even touch you. You don't want to play. So you have a funny thing with competition. But that's not the point of this uh, discussion. I just wanted to (laughs) talk about Mario Sports Superstars. It's don't necessarily read too much into the reviews. Like it's... I'm not saying this is a, a, a fantastic game. It's just it has the potential to be a fantastic game for you if you are looking for a baseball game like I was. And for me, like I'm already... I did the vlog last uh, that you have already seen where I said I was 12 hours into Mario Baseball. I think I'm 15 now. Like, I can't stop playing. Really fun. And really hope we get something like that on the Switch eventually. I'm sure you will in time, man. I'm sure you will. Um, one thing, I haven't totally given up my 3DS yet because Fire Emblem's coming out and it actually looks really, really good. I'm really looking forward to that. And considering the just wealth of games that are available on the Switch, uh, I have to play something. Yeah, I'm just saying that because you were bitching about you wanted a link to the past. And I was like, well, you have a new 3DS. You can play that on on your new 2DS, but... You well, I would that. if I knew if I knew that um, like they were going to tie it. I don't want to buy anything right now uh, th- that's not going to be tied to that that whatever the Nintendo account or whatever it is. And I don't trust Nintendo as far as I could throw them because I'm I'm sure knowing me, I would purchase. Whatever, anything, any of those virtual console games on the 3DS, and I know precisely what would happen afterwards. I would get, uh, you know, it would be like three days later or something, Nintendo would be like, oh, yeah, here we go. But I actually have a subtopic I want to get to afterwards. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a little bit. So that was uh, Mario Sports Superstars. I've never really been into um, any of that stuff. And it's funny because, like, you're right. We could have a whole conversation just on this, but you are certainly right that I don't play much online multiplayer at all anymore, or ever, really, 
now that I, I think of it, local multiplayer I used to play a hell of a lot of. It's one of the reasons why I'm wondering, like, for Mario Kart, I'm like, should I really get that? You know what I mean? Like, am I just going to play that by myself? Because I know me. I'm not going to go online and well, be I can, playing... Uh, I can answer that for you. Like, go ahead. Uh, Mario Kart is a question of whether you want to own the game or not. Because you're, and let me tell you, you're not going to play Mario Kart. Who are you going to play it that, with? Does Serena enjoy karting or... Because no, you're not, no, no. just um, you probably pre-ordered the physical because you're Mister Physical, and you're just gonna have it to own it, and that's your old old article that's slowly starting to get back into your head. Because yeah, you're but that's not what I don't want to do, and that's fine. Like, you don't need to play everything. But no, man, but that's just it. That's exactly it. Like, I don't want to right now. The games I have beside me, I have Bomberman and Zelda. That's it. Zelda completed, Bomberman, I'm at the last world right now. I've already played online in Bomberman, and holy shit, I don't know if it's my internet or if it's me, um, but it feels so sluggish compared to the single-player game, and I'm really, really perplexed by that. I have video of it, so I don't know if, if people will see it in this particular video, um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about that but yeah exactly i don't want to buy stuff i'm not going to play that doesn't make any sense but i used to be a huge uh mario kart fan up to the gamecube after that i just had them so you know i'm kind of like oof, i don't know what to do yeah mario kart but you're right I played to death on the wii u and elizabeth really loved that game and it's a huge party game here with my friends. We all, like, a few weeks ago, we played Mario Kart 64. So I, as, are you going to pick so, up yeah. Deluxe then? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up Deluxe. But uh, for you, it doesn't make any sense. So let's do a follow-up on that. I want to know if you'll buy it or not, if you'll be able to not buy it. Because this is a game that, unless a miracle happens and, like, you're... Yeah, but there's no... I wouldn't enjoy the single-player experience... Well, sure, I guess. There's maybe an hour or two of single player in there if you want to do all the cups. Like, what? I don't know, man. It's, it's you. Like, you, like, again, you don't really have nothing to play on the Switch, or you probably will play it a bit, so. And it's not like you, you need the money. You can always give it to me, too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, perfect. Great. Well, speaking of Bomberman, because I want to go back to that, um, so I, I I don't understand some stuff. I was trying to find some of the reviews where um, I read, because I read somewhere about friends, that there was no way to invite friends. And in all the reviews that I've been reading, there's no mention of it at all. Like, it just says that there's an online multiplayer that you can have, uh, you know, this many people locally, this many people in tablet mode, or, or what is it called, tabletop mode, and um, this many people online. But anyways, I, I don't know if it was there from launch and maybe I'm just hallucinating and I, I never read that, which is entirely possible. Or it's the fact that the game has been updated. But I, I, don't, I don't think so. But whatever. Whatever the case may be, you can indeed play with friends. You can set up uh, league matches or, or uh, open matches. League matches is basically like a ranked match type of thing. Um, but like I said, I played two games today. I just wanted to try it out just to see, and I wanted to capture some footage so that uh, I don't need to set it all up 
and uh, I can easily, you know, get a review out and then talk a little bit about it. But I'll have to play some more matches online because um, it's it's weird. Like uh, my character in the first the first whatever match just felt so so sluggish but i have a feeling i don't want to really say it but i have a feeling that it could be to do with the fact that you don't move in 360 degrees it feels much more locked in in online than it does with um with the single player game my biggest problem i have with the single player game is the fact that you have 360 degree control so you have full analog controls in a Bomberman game. Now, if you've never played Bomberman before, Bomberman essentially moves in four directions, up, down, left, right. So by adding in the other four directions, so top left, uh, top right, bottom left, bottom right, it feels weird. Like you don't know if you're precisely in the grid from one line to the next line. It, I'm getting better. Like the more I play, I'm getting I'm getting better at it. I'm getting more used to the controls. But that was really jarring. I can't tell you how many times I've died because I wanted to be in between two planes and I wasn't. I was slightly off and boom, I'm dead. And another one was um when you're quick when you when when you do quick succession of planting bombs, I can never do it in like let's say um Let's say you have one plane is like cement, one plane is the block to destroy, and one plane is another block of cement. I want to run and drop it in between the two blocks of cement so that I'm at that the, the explosive block, and I'll never do it. I'll always, as I'm running by and I, I hit the A button or whatever it is um, to, to drop a bomb, I, I never get it. And so I went back to, because I was recording some Saturn footage today, and I went back to Saturn Bomberman, and it wasn't a problem at all. So I'm like, okay, well, then it's clearly something to do with the the controls. Like, it has to be. So that was a little bit weird. It's still very fun. If you like Bomberman, it's still very, very fun. I like the fact that they mixed up uh, the matches. So typically, your standard in single player is defeat all enemies. Then you'll have... Uh, Find, I was going to say collect, find keys, which will be an explosive, not explosive, but will be in some of the blocks that you can blow up. Then you'll have others where you have to transport different uh, different characters to safety, and you have to like collect them all first and then go to the safe point, which is not easy to do when enemies are constantly spawning. And there's a couple other ones. There's ones, uh, what is it? With switches, like uh, you'll have, say, four switches in the level. You have to get to each one of the four switches, and then the exit will open up. And you have eight stages per world of the classic Bomberman. And then you have one one-on-one boss where, my goodness, I I just get destroyed at those. Because the enemy like runs around like a lunatic and planting bombs everywhere, which isn't what kills me. I end up killing myself because pretty much the only way to kill the one-on-one battle is to pin him in a corner and sacrifice yourself to kill him. I'm sure there are much better players out there than I am that will be able to, you know, to, to figure out a way of doing it better. But then after that, the boss jumps into a giant mech, and that I really like. The mech battles are awesome. They're, they're really, really fun uh, boss battles. So in essence, you have ten stages, just eight classic stages, and then two boss fight stages per world. And if I'm not mistaken, there are five worlds, I think. 
So I really enjoyed that. Then, like I said, I went online, but I gotta, I gotta play more online because I don't know if it was the controls. I don't know if it was simply the frame rate. I, I don't know what it was, but it just was really, really sluggish. Um, and I got my butt handed to me, man, like in seconds, but it's really cool because if you're as garbage as I am, the minute you die, like I'm, I'm like Timothy level garbage. Um, and I thought I'd get a comment or something out of that. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, um, the minute you die, something really, really cool. Because you have to understand, for those that don't know, a typical Bomberman stage of multiplayer is about three minutes. And there's usually... You got, one player has to win twice to win the overall match. So I, it was pretty cool. Everyone won one match except for me, naturally. And then one dude won like the whole thing by winning twice and each one of those matches is three minutes each so if you're like me and you plant a bomb and blow yourself up instantly because you're just super glorious what's really cool is your your bomberman character will then jump to the the perimeter or the border of the the arena and you can start lobbing bombs at the other players which i thought was really really cool so while you do that while the other three guys are trying to kill each other i'm trying to kill one of them and if you successfully kill one of them then you swap places and then you know you're back in the game and you can keep going so it's really really fun i haven't seen anything else i just did a league rank match and that was pretty much all there was to it right like I, I didn't see any other type of matches and what's also cool is if there's only one minute left all of the border people so let's say let's let's say you had the four players right so you have the four players i kill myself instantly so i'm in the border then another player dies he's in the border so there's bombs going off all over the place and then those last two guys if they're able to dodge each other plus the two players that are on the border what's really cool is then the stage sort of changes and the border people are kicked out for the last minute and it's sort of like um it's almost like the 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 arena gets eaten by spikes okay so it starts at like the the border and just slowly one at a time these blocks start falling and the idea is it forces the last two players to get closer and closer and closer and closer together until only one of them is left and i'm so happy because i got footage of two crazy skilled guys going at it and you actually see it and it's the spike that ends up killing one of them which i was like wow you guys are damn damn good and in terms of other multiplayer aspects there's tons and tons of players you can have but what's kind of odd with multiplayer is from my understanding the only way to have like like say eight players or something like that is if if steven like if you were over at my house and the two of us were playing on the same switch and we went online, then we could play another person that was online with uh, two players and another person and another person. It doesn't look like there's actually eight local, not local, but eight uh, online multiplayer with just each person using their own switch. So I thought that was kind of unusual. And I would like to try local multiplayer with Serena because she helped me with the Saturn Bomberman one and that video was actually quite humorous. So overall, though, really fun. Um, I, I think the scores that uh, people have been giving it are about fair because it's an expensive game. 
for what you get. And it certainly takes a lot of getting used to with the full 3D analog controls. That I'm really not not used to that. But it is fun. And you can certainly, in the non-ranked matches, you can actually go invite your friends and stuff like that to play. So... I thought that was pretty cool, and I'm going to finish this game off probably in the next few days. And then, like you said, I have no idea what I will play next. Now, that's pretty cool. Like, I think I'm going to go ahead and get that game. So, can you actually try, even if it's impossible to play? And then again, even if it is possible, will you want to? That's another question. But I, I want to try that game out. Like, I'm really curious. Never really played a Bomberman game. And everybody that did play always rave about how amazing they are. So, well, no, they're going to give it a try eventually. Yeah, man, they're they're really good party games. They really, really are. If you have people coming over the house, I mean, online will be fun to a certain degree. It's more fun when you can talk to one another. Obviously, like if we're both on Skype or something, then yeah, then we'll have a good time. Um, it's not the type of but thing we could use our Nintendo Switch headset. Of course, of course. Yeah, about that. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to get on that very, very soon. But um, it's not the type of game that you're going to want to play online constantly, like just by yourself, like no one's around or whatever, and you, you want to put a few matches. It's fun, but it's always the same damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 always the same thing. There's There's nothing really new, except some of the maps will change and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so have some news. Is there anything else you want to no, touch no. base on that? Okay, so some news. Just really, really quickly, want to just hammer this, uh, hammer this out uh, because we're all, we are talking about Nintendo stuff. So naturally, there's going to be a lot of stuff Switch related uh, because you know it's just it's been daily news, and I'm being very sarcastic here. So Lego City Undercover. Uh, I was reading an article on this, and it was pretty funny. They were saying that it's pretty much just as bad on Switch as it was on Wii U pertaining to load times. Now, was this the one that you played? I, Yes, I played the 3DS because it, it came out with a Wii U version and a 2DS. Both were exclusives at the time, and the 2DS one is still. And I think so anyway. But the 3DS version hooked me in. I really loved it. That because it, it was when I bought my 3DS XL, downloaded that game and had freaking blast. So I said, I'll pick up the Wii U version. The Wii U version is unplayable. Like, I don't get how it got the reviews it did because there's basically two minutes of loading every freaking time. It's like, how do people play this game? And when I heard that, because I didn't read the review, but I heard the tagline that it, the load times were as worse on the Switch as they were on the Wii U. I'm like, why did they bother with this? Who wants to play exactly. this? Like, the load times are horrendous. Well, that was why. So I, I was like, I was like, oh, I want, I want your opinion on that. But yeah, I, I didn't. Under, that's exactly what I said. I was like, I, I'm pretty sure Stephen was telling me like this is like, like this was garbage. And so yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why the hell would you do that? I don't know. That's anyway. That's really silly. Okay, another little piece of news. The Square Enix president, which is uh, Yosuke uh, Matsuda, said that uh, they're pretty much looking uh, to port over a couple of other games to the Switch whenever possible. Why? Well, why not? Famitsu, I think it was Famitsu, had uh, had an article with him. 
Um, and this, this brings up that whole other subject of third parties. And you, you sent me a link to a video that was actually very, very good with an individual. And I apologize. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was or what the channel Andrew, was. Andrew, Andrew Elson, something like that. Well, it was, it was really, really good. He basically took, uh, the snapshot that showed all the different third parties that were working on the Switch. And he, he went through it with all the different announced games and he was showing how tricky Nintendo are. And I'm, it's not just Nintendo, but you know, it was funny in this case where it's like, yeah, there may be all these different developers, but you know, there's a whole buttload of them that haven't actually announced anything or that, um, they're not even developers. They're like, uh, makers of like engines and tool sets and stuff like that, or people who helped with like the web browser and stuff. I thought it was really, really humorous. And then of the guys that are actually making games, it's like, oh, those three developers are making that one game. And he's like, ah, tricky, tricky, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So. It was pretty funny, and I loved the way when he got to, like, Capcom and stuff, he's like, oh, so, you know, we're going to get, uh, it's like the newly announced uh, Disney Afternoon Special, or and he's like, oh, no. Well, what about Resident Evil 7? Oh, no. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to get Street Fighter. Excellent. Probably going to be, you know, some sort of super deluxe Omega version of Street Fighter V. Oh, no, that can't happen because of exclusivity. Well, maybe Street Fighter Four. you know, there'll be like some deluxe super version of that. Oh, no, no. You know, he's like, oh, it's a 25-year-old game that we're getting that's available on PS3 and Xbox 360 for like, you know, five or ten bucks, and we're going to pay like 60. Woo! I just, I was laughing and laughing and laughing. So thanks for sharing that. That was really, really humorous. I had a good laugh with that. Yeah, I love and it, the it videos is... of this guy. He's amazing because he's a Nintendo fanboy. He's just like me, but he he's not a fanboy in the... Flame War or Flame Wars. He's one that like really is like aggressive on Nintendo to fix things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that video was awesome. He did one uh, on the Wii U uh, like three or four years ago that was titled "On Everything But Wii U," and that was really amazing too. Like he does some fun, and he actually does reach research when he does his videos. Unlike, unlike us. So it's 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 really well done, really well done. I recommend it. Yeah, no, really. Uh, I I thank you for sharing that with me. That was really, really, very, very enjoyable. And uh, I, I'm curious to hear what all of you guys are going to think of my Zelda review, because I think uh, like you're going to even you. I think you're going to be a little bit surprised. I'm gonna like, hate that's it. All I will say. I'm gonna hate it. I know. Oh, maybe. If it's not a ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna. Talk. I'm gonna scream at you. I'm gonna tell the queen about your family and all that stuff. <laughs> well, get ready to tell the queen, <laughs> damn it! Uh, no, but I, I'm serious. Uh, and I, I did this review from the perspective of a giant fanboy of of Zelda uh, for that very reason. Stuff that I absolutely adored. It, it. This will probably be the longest review I've done in a very, very, very long time. The script is like nine pages long. <laughs> so it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a doozy. Okay. Speaking of Zelda, 
the glorious producer who man i his name i always like i butcher it it's uh what is it eg or eg uh <laughs> i i cannot i'm so sorry I cannot pronounce your name for the life of me miyamoto is so much easier uh anyways he said that from now on this will probably be the standard form talking about what nintendo is classifying as an open air but what we all call an open world zelda game so he's saying that moving forward this is most likely where they're going to go with uh, the series now it's funny i find sorry this, for interrupting it's funny how nintendo has to have their own terms for genres that have existed for years it's, of course. it's the same thing with metroid prime which according to them was a first person adventure not a first person shooter that's right. And <laughs> you better remember that, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I thought that was so stupid when I saw that. I'm like, it's an open air game. <laughs> open air. Of course. Right? Of course, exactly. Well, what I found funny about this particular quote is Nintendo has a, has a history of repeating the same quotes over and over and over again. Like, you know, we worked very, uh, very close with third parties for the development of the Wii U. Okay. We worked very close with the third parties for the development of the Switch. Great. We have lots of third party support on the Wii U. We have lots of third party support on the Switch and so on and so forth. I mean, there's obviously I'm just making, you know, being silly, but, uh, in this particular case, uh, he's actually said something very similar. If anyone recalls, and I actually did some research for this, which is shocking, but he actually said very, very, something very, very similar to the effect that moving forward, he believes that all future Zelda games will use the controls from Skyward Sword. Talking about the, the sword play from Skyward Sword. And I thought that was really, really interesting because as we all know, that's exactly what happened, right? Of course. Exactly. Now, in this case, though, I I do hope that they're able to take this concept of this open world, oh, sorry, open air game, <laughs> and 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 do a couple of things differently the next time around. And uh, you'll have to wait for my review to see what what I'm talking about in like in particular, um, because. Uh, after like I, I must have put over a hundred hours into the game now in terms of the Wii U version plus the Switch version, and for the the most part, I just I love like almost absolutely everything about it. Even the controversial stuff like the weapon breaking uh, or the whatever it's called. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't really into that. I actually thought that was brilliant because I thought that if you didn't have like weapon durability, what would end up happening is you would do exactly what you did in every other Zelda game, which if you don't know what you did in every other Zelda game, I'll tell you what you did. You picked the same three or four weapons and you stuck with them for the duration of the game. And if you say, oh, that's not true, you're full of crap. That's what everybody does. And so I thought it was really unique how by by having that durability system, it almost forced you 
to try, you know, two-handed weapons, one-handed weapons, clubs, uh, even boomerangs. Like at one point, I was really trying to get good at boomerangs, but it sucks that you have to catch them. That's what makes it so challenging to um, to use those in the thick of things. Um, but anyways, so like I said, like for the most part, I, I love just about absolutely everything to do with this. There's just a few elements which I don't want to go into now because obviously I want to I want you to see the review. But I'm hoping that if they do truly stick with this, that they do incorporate some of the things that I mentioned in the review because um, this was such a, a – how can I say this? This was such a, like a masterpiece of a game and such a, a return to form literally to the NES one. I really felt like I was playing an NES game and I, I – in a, in, well, the NES version game, whatever, in so many different ways that uh, I absolutely loved it. But I also am worried that I don't want this to get stale. You know what I mean? Like I don't want like a carbon copy type of thing. They have to, they'll have to figure out a way of of incorporating multiple um, multiple. Well, aspects that I talk about. That's pretty much it. I just thought it was funny that uh, the producer was saying how, you know, moving forward, this is most likely going to be the, the the new way Zelda will be played. And considering he said the exact same thing with the last Zelda game and that never actually came to fruition. I just want to quickly mention that he, people tend to uh, associate the Wii U with having no third-party support. And then some people are hard on us when we mention that the Switch has no third-party support. Well, just put compare the Switch to the Wii U. If you compare both consoles, the Wii U had way, way more third-party support, yep. even at launch. Yep. So that's why when we mentioned that the future of the Switch doesn't look very good right now, even though it's selling out everywhere, that's why we're saying that. It's... Nintendo cannot put Zeldas like two or three times a year. Like they will have trouble putting a game as good as Zelda once a year. So it's that's what that's the interesting thing here is that third parties for a reason or another seem to be boycott boycotting the Switch. And even like companies that like Ubisoft are released are porting over like four year old games on that system. Like it's they're not even porting the current games. At least the Wii U got year old ports of Arkham Asylum and Mass Effect 3 when it launched. Like we're gonna get Skyrim a six year old game eventually. <laughs> so I I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on here. Yeah man and and, and that's like Sort of what I was just talking about with Zelda, like over and over and over again. One of the reasons I, I wrote the review the way I wrote the review is because I am a huge Zelda fan. And as a Nintendo fan, someone that is truly enjoying the Switch, I really am. I have not played on a video game system this much in a while, like console, home console in a very long time. And it's because I'm not really using it as a home console. Um, and, and I, so like the the critiques that we do, we do this not to, you know, to to like clickbait and stuff like that. We're doing this because we want the the company to do well. And like you said, man, it it really right now you kind of have to be blind to say that, you know, well games will come. Games will come. Because you know, games will come. 
has been the same thing we've been saying for like almost 15 years now. Like there's, there comes a point where it's like, okay, right now, as of today, it doesn't look good. That's it. I, I don't see how anyone could argue. If you watch that, uh, that video that you, you made me watch, it's very, very valid. Every single time a new game is announced, Switch's name isn't on it. And every time that happens, that's one less, you know, reason to pick up a Switch. Now, that being said, the system is doing well. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. And hopefully, more third parties now will say, well, okay. You know, like, uh, let's, let's loosen up a little bit. Let's try, let's try something else. Let's, uh, let's give them, uh, you know, something a little bit newer. But if companies like Capcom are like, you know what? No, we're going to wait and see. Let's see how uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 underscore B does. And and we'll go from there. And I find that funny because, like, realistically, like, can that game truly sell that well? I mean, it is old as the hills and significantly more expensive than what's on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, let alone the PS4 and Xbox One. So I'm just wondering if if these companies sort of put some of these games out to die. And like having Mass Effect Andromeda out and EA's like, yeah, yeah, we're supporting the Switch with FIFA. Good stuff. And you mentioned Skyrim. Skyrim is one that's really been bugging me. And I'm one of the only people who who seem to mention this, but whatever, that I find it very suspicious that Bethesda has not ever said which version this game is based on. To me, that's nerve-wracking. And and I, I forget, what was the what was the guy's name again? The video? No clue. Okay, no clue video. Perfect. No, the, the, the one uh, you sent Andrew, me the link to. I, I think it's Andrew Elson. Something like that. Okay, Andrew. Let's just I call him Andrew. totally wrong here. Okay, it's PowerPink12. Uh, no, so this Andrew guy, like, he was one of the only other people that I've uh, I've heard ever mention what I've been saying since, since forever, since we first found out about the... Uh, Skyrim coming over to the Switch, and he was saying the same thing, that we don't know, they have never publicly said which version this is based on, and he's like, and why wouldn't they? You know? Like, why wouldn't they just say, well, this is its own unique new version? And by saying nothing, it's sort of like the silence is telling. You know what I mean? It's almost like, well, great, guys, is this, like, please don't tell me this is based off the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 version, and it's not based off the HD remix or whatever it was called. Because if it is based off that original one, like, that's what my suspicions tell me, that it's based off that that really old one. Then in that case, why is it coming to Switch? You know, like, it just doesn't make sense. I just find the timing on this odd, because... uh Rumors of Skyrim and videos of Skyrim on Switch started appearing when the HD whatever re-release was uh, soon to be. So for me, I don't think... I think it's the newer version simply because I don't see them uh, deciding out of the blue, oh, okay, we're bringing this version to current consoles. Why not go back and port the old version to the Switch? Like Maybe that's what's happening, but it just seems weird 
that they would have done that. I and I hope you're right, man. I really do. It's just like I say, it's it's perplexing. And now I have talked for way too much, so now it is your turn. So basically, for those that don't know, if you didn't watch uh, his uh, Stephen's scary video <laughs> with his big beard, he looks like he's it's, – it's really funny. I don't want to say anything bad because people kill me in the comments, but <laughs> just leave it. He looks special. Why would people kill you in the comments? Are you kidding me? People love me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's anyway. funny though because the, the day after that video, I got a haircut and I look so much cuter now. You'd love me. I still <laughs> right. need to trim the beard. That's that's something that I want to do now. I'm gonna try to do it today or tomorrow because it's it's to the point now where I I, I can taste what I had for breakfast yesterday. Ooh, lovely! Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Well, uh, basically, long story short, I told uh, Stephen that I would get him a Switch. I don't even remember why, um, (laughs) but whatever. Because I'm making you millions, man, of my ideas. There you go. That's what it is. But there was some sort of condition. I don't remember what it was. He had to do something, and if he did something, he got a Switch. Well, I I assume he did whatever it was, because I don't even remember. And... uh, so for those who don't know, getting a Switch right now is ridiculously easy to do. Like you can find it in your local 7-Eleven, your local uh, Walmart, your local just anywhere. Just walking it off the street, super easy to find. The sarcasm and, with you today is incredible. It's not bad, eh? I'm trying. This is the third instant where I noticed that you're using sarcastic remarks. <laughs> It's a whole new Jared, man. <laughs> Where's Switzerland? Uh, well, don't worry. Switzerland will be back shortly. As soon as I ask you a question which demands an opinion, it'll come yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, basically, uh, it was brutal. It was it was truly brutal. And Stephen, to make things you know easier like he always does... He was texting me every two minutes, where's my Switch, where's my Switch, where's my Switch? And so what I started to do the last, like, maybe three weeks, I want to say, something like that. Something like that. Like, um, I there's a site called nowinstock.net. And by telling you guys, I've just destroyed my chances of ever using that site again. Uh, but what's really cool is you can set warnings on on the site so you can turn on like uh, alarms you can even have it that they text you when something is in stock so this is what i was doing and the problem is that there's certain meetings i go to i don't bring my phone uh obviously so you know you have to charge your phone and things like that and it was just like the worst luck in the world and what finally happened was we got to a point where uh i I don't remember. Do you remember where the rumors started about that time? I, I got the rumors about the restock during that day. I think it was on that uh, site in the comments. Okay, well, that that's what I was doing. So on that site in the comments, people were saying, "Hey guys, um, you know, like Best Buy is going to have uh, is going to have a restock." So. Was that the same day with the BestBuy.com? No, that was the the day before. The day before, okay. So I was like, okay, it's this week, you know? Like, I'm going to do it this week. 
and it's going to happen. And so the the whatever I don't remember if it was a Monday, Tuesday, whatever it was, the first day I went to Best Buy, but it was BestBuy.com. Then BestBuy.ca did get it in stock, but they got it in stock like like a silly time later, and I totally missed it. Then um this happened. And on Amazon.ca they actually restocked switches. And I was there refreshing and it was so funny because I refreshed and I saw nothing on the page. And I was like, this is weird, you know? And I know that you have about five to ten minutes usually to strike. And if you don't, if you don't hit it at that time, then you're done. You have to come back another day or whatever. So what I did was I clicked on sellers and it was still showing the price at $699.99 or, you know, 700 or, you know, something stupid like that. And when I clicked on, on, on like, you know, view all sellers or whatever, Sure enough, I saw Amazon.ca or whatever it is, the where it's whatever, just Amazon, and they had it at the the default price. Clicked it, added it into cart. Had the one um, the not even added to cart. What is it? The the one click buy or whatever it is. And I activated Steven's address already in advance of this. So all I had to do was press one button and boom, and I got it. And then I texted him and he was like, I don't even see it. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, because we had a plan. Like I put you on the uh, normal switch version and I was on the rainbow one and I was refreshing and I was like this. It's not that I wanted the rainbow one. It's just that I thought this would uh, gave us better chances or better odds at getting a switch and I was not finding it like I was refreshing from it because this it was getting in stock I think at six or seven so five minutes before I kept refreshing and then five minutes after I still saw nothing and you texted me and you had already won it I was like what I, I'm here I'm the same place as you and I can't see it but you're right I also want to mention that <laughs> a week prior to that I actually bought a switch of my own on Amazon oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this was funny because it was very suspicious. Some guy was selling a, a switch and it was a third party seller. And all the other sellers on Amazon don't sell it at car, at retail. And this guy was selling it at $399.99 plus $5 shipping. So I clicked on it, bought it. Then I, I said, wait a minute. And I canceled it. And then I was telling you about this and like, maybe, maybe it's not a scam. And then I read about Amazon's guarantee and I, te I texted you. I said, should I take the risk? And you said, what risk? And you were right. Like there was zero risk on this because Amazon backed up, backed it up. So I bought it. Then I emailed the, the seller right away. I'm I, telling him like, Hey, this sounds like a scam. What's going on here? And then a day after that, I emailed him again because you're supposed to, to be answering your, uh, your, feedback your customers be in two days i think amazon gives you two days but i wasn't waiting i was just sending emails because i was suspicious and then like two days after i bought it like i contacted amazon the customer service in the chat and in like five minutes he told me i was getting a full refund like the service in amazon i have to give it to them like i when I bought my 3DS special Pokemon edition, the box came barely damaged, but it was a bit damaged and I was pissed. I contacted them and they gave me 50, 50 bucks back just because the, the box was, was a bit uh, damaged. So the customer service there, I find, 
is really good. So I got my money back on that. But the funny thing is, I, I don't know if they're still doing that, but that guy, his account was shut down, but he kept every day putting putting on more switches at $3.99 plus $5 under, under different store names. And I wasn't the, the only one who got caught into that scam. Like And like again, it's not really that big of a deal because you are getting your full money back. I just don't know if Amazon is getting their full money back from the guy if he's just disappearing. I don't know how how he can make that work. Like Obviously, for that amount of money, Amazon will uh, hire lawyers or whatever and will probably get that money back somehow. So I, I don't think he's going to get off uh, scratch-free without any consequences here. But I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny, too. And, and yeah, man, absolutely. Like, there's no way. If this guy's been doing it, you know, multiple times and we're talking he's stealing thousands of dollars of people's money, yeah, there's no way. Amazon will, will do something to make sure that uh, it stops. He can expect police at his door, I'm sure, because they can find your IP and things like that. So what now what I would like to do is I'd really honestly I'd like to just talk a little bit about the switch itself. I mean, I I did videos on my impressions and stuff like that. Um but I I mean, you've sent me texts and stuff like that, but it's not the same. Like I'd like you to actually tell me what you thought and and start with the box because for me that was surprising. Just how small the box was if you compared it to like my Wii U uh, box. My Wii U box is this big, huge, giant thing. And granted, it's it's that whatever the zombie U one there or whatever. But um, that surprised me. Just like how little it was. Yeah, same same here. There's a lot of stuff in it though that I too that I did not know came with the system, like the Joy-Con wrap uh, uh, grip r- grips. That you put on your wrist, like I had no idea that came with the with the system. Oh, that! Oh, no, no. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking no, about the Joy-Con, no, no, yeah. the Joy-Con grip. I think I knew about it, but I did not know that those things came with the with the system. And those things are still in the box, by the way. As is the Me Joy-Con too. grip and the dock. I have left those in the box because there's <laughs> no way I'm going to use the switch with the TV right now. Uh, with Elliot around, he will just destroy that thing. So yeah, the, the box is small, and I'm surprised you did not bitch at me for not unboxing it during the video. But my logic there was that there's already an unboxing on the site, and I don't quite see the entertainment value of me unboxing that, but that's why I, I decided to go and talk about uh, the other systems you bought me in the past and my history with, with handhelds. I thought that the result uh, came out pretty good. I haven't rewatched it, actually. Maybe I sound like a serial killer in it because of the way I look but I I'll have to rewatch it when it goes on hopefully people like it oh, I'm sure they will but I wanted the only reason why I was saying about unboxing and I didn't bitch at you because the video was fine um is I like to capture that first what the hell like what, what is this oh my god that's so small what it's huge you know like so that's the sort of stuff I wanted to talk to you about like what what was your first impression when like sliding the the little Joy-Con onto the the system did was that okay for you booting it all up uh the buttons like just what did you think of the actual hardware yeah well that, that's the thing though I, I i had already seen all that because like i told you the the, the guy who i service the store showed me a switch and he did all that he un, un, un uh, unclipped the Joy-Cons he showed me those 
he showed me how to put it in stand mode, even though I had trouble doing that here. It took me a while to figure it out. And, like, the first thing, though, I will mention is I haven't, like, when you set up the switch, like, you feel the rumble inside one of the Joy-Cons. And I haven't felt that since because I don't use the Joy-Cons without, they always attach. And mm-hmm. that's something I'm curious to see eventually when I, when I do uh, use the Joy-Cons uh, se- separately from the system. Like, that HD rumble thing seems interesting. Uh, the... The buttons, like, now I, I don't know if you want me to to talk about my impressions with playing Zelda on this. Uh, yeah, 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 man, go ahead. All right. So, when Zelda came out, and I, I watched kind of funny a lot, and Tim, Tim Geddes on that show mentioned that the controls sucked on Zelda. And I was wondering what the heck he was saying, because I played this on Wii U without any issue whatsoever. And I beat the game on Wii U. I already have it uh, beaten. So when I popped it in my Switch, I instantly knew why he said that. Like, I hope that this will change. Because for me, I'm fighting the controls constantly. And I think there's one simple explanation for this. Either the buttons, the face buttons are too small, which they are a bit, but I mean, I've played like the Game Boy Advance and the 3DS, and those have small buttons too. But the problem I have is that the the control sticks on those systems are really, really... I think they're a bit too far from the face buttons. For example, I told you about a a glitch in Zelda where if you run, if you don't want to, uh, to have no stamina, you can whistle your horse by pressing down on the D-pad, which in this is not really a D-pad, but you can press down on that. Try to do that on the Switch is next to impossible. You need to... I tried it yesterday. I was doing that. You need to uh, use the left stick with your index finger and then put your thumb on the... So you're basically... You, you, can you picture in your head how I'm how I'm playing this? Mm-hmm. Like usually sure. you put your thumb on the thumbsticks, but to do this trick, you need to put your index finger on the 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 joystick, and then you put your thumb on the same hand, you put it on the lower uh, D-pad button so you can then whistle. It's impossible to do on with one hand unless like you have bigger hands than me or, or you're, maybe you figured out a solution to this. Same with the, with the other, the, other uh, joy, the right Joy-Con. I'm the type of guy who, when you allow me control of the camera, I always have my my thumb on the control stick, and I'm always moving the camera. It's the, like I play basically Zelda, like I play a first-person shooter. I'm always moving the camera around, and then I quickly adjust to the buttons. With that, uh, on the Switch right now, I'm having trouble because either the buttons are too small or the stick is too far away from the buttons. Like, if you took out the PS3 controller, it, ins- instead of the joystick being below it, it's kind of like left, left, down left from it. So it works in a way that's perfect for me. And I don't know if you have the same issue, because you don't seem to have the same issue as me, but you did play it a lot on the Pro Controller. I don't know if the Pro Controller is better designed, because I, do- I don't have one. But right now, I'm a bit worried that these controls will not work for me. You're doomed. That's all. I'm done. No, no, no. I mean, I, I started with the Wii U version, right? I don't remember how many hours I got in. Uh, I'd have to check. But 
um, I think it was like what fifteen to twenty, something like that. I I had gotten to in the uh, Wii U version, and yes, it it was not easy to to go to the um, to go to the Switch version. When I played, when, what you just reminded me was with the camera. That was an issue when I first started playing. Now I don't really notice it, but I've also put in like a hundred hours almost into the into the Switch version. So it's going to be interesting to see how that how that goes. The Pro Controller though is 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 the way to go. I mean, it's got massive face buttons, the sticks, um, and just like the overall feel of the controller is really good. I've never used that trick with the down thing because I could never get the timing right. I'm not sure exactly like what you have to do <laughs> there's no timing whatsoever just press the the whistle button and you're you'll start whistling and the stamina bar stamina bar will refill yeah but it it feels like he's just like walking no like, he, just he, he will slow it. down a little really because he will it slow felt down like it little, was like the same as soon as he's done whistling you can start running again instead of I'll I'll tr- I'll try it again because it felt like there was no difference whatsoever between. Oh, trust me, there is a difference. That's why if you watch a speed run like I did, no, I did. Yeah, I the did. Guy, I saw them. The guy them does that it. all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, interesting. Um, but I I don't know if it would be easier or or whatnot uh, with the pro controller. I can't get over the price though. It sucks. I understand like it's a fully featured controller, but it still sucks that it's like a hundred bucks Canadian. My gosh. Yeah. So what what about the interface? What did you think of that? Like now that you have it, you know, like did you mess around with it? Do you have a friend? I have <laughs> yeah, I have more than one, one friend. I don't know what to say about the interface. There's basically none. Like the 3DS has a <laughs> exactly. better interface than the the Switch right now. Like I went on the eShop, you can do that. Uh, there's a few games there. Uh, like I don't know. It's it's a bit underwhelming to be honest. Like, uh, and I know people will say I'm overly negative on the Switch because that's how I usually am. But it's just like a, rightfully how. How can you be impressed with the Switch interface right now? Like, maybe when they add Virtual Console, I'm still really bummed that they never added trophies or achievements or medals to to this platform. That would be amazing to do so. Yes, uh, it would. Like, just like I go if I go to uh, to your profile, can I invite you to nope. game or anything? No, nope. it's just I can see what games you played. That's and it. if a certain amount of hours was met, I can see how many hours you put into that game. So it's it's nothing like special compared to what the competition offers, and even what the 3ds does. Well, I I actually uh, with with like for me, I wouldn't even say competition. I would say themselves. Even compared to the Wii U, yeah, Miiverse. This is a huge step down. The way I look at it, like this is like a, a, a massive step down. Um, and just so you know, for your profile, um, I figured this out. It will keep track of how much time you've put in games, but it requires 10 days to activate. Okay. Okay, it's nothing to do with uh, time. Because if you look at my profile, you'll see, you'll say, uh, played Splatoon 2 for three minutes. Huh. Or, or something like that. Like it, I only played it for like, I, I got it in one match. 30 so. minutes. On mine? Yeah. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't even play a match. I got into a match, got booted, and was like, okay, well, that's fine. Because I, um, 
before you get into a match, they had like the offline thing to teach you the controls, and I thought they were garbage. So I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And that was that. But no, but yeah, going back to the interface and stuff, I just wanted to touch on this just a bit. I know we're we're getting into our usual cutoff point here, but I just wanted to uh, say that like with the virtual console, I still find that such a missed opportunity. I I don't get it. Like the eShop looks so bare bones. It's unreal. Unless you're an SNK fan, and then it's amazing. <laughs> and you happen, <laughs> you happen to be one, so I'm surprised. I, I do happen to be one, but nah, that's crazy. That's so silly. Like, I have the arcade originals. I'm not going to get digital yeah, versions of these. you can't play them on the toilet. Well, I could. With a lot of work, you could, friend. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you could do the same thing with a Wii U, and that wasn't that didn't dissuade you from buying a Switch. This is true. This is true. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, uh, it, there's so many aspects of it that it's, it's almost like if, it's like, it's doing really well right now. I don't know why the hell Nintendo wouldn't be talking about stuff to come. And I understand E3 is around the corner and things like that, but like, I'm going to feel it right now. Like this coming week is going to be very interesting to me because with all the other systems out there, you know, you finish that one big, huge Omega game and then there's something else to play. Like there's something else to, you know, maybe a digital game, maybe this, maybe that. But with this system, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, well, I've got Bomberman, but I know me. I know that, you know, I'll I'll probably finish the single player game play some more online for a bit and then that'll be it. And then what? Like then there is literally nothing till just about May. And because the Joy-Con doesn't have a D-pad and there's no accessory for you to have, then I'm not going to play Shovel Knight cuz I really want to try the new um the new Shovel Knight. I forget what it's called. It's not Plague Knight. Uh oh crap. I don't remember what it's called, but the the latest expansion um, I really like Shovel Knight. Uh, did you ever get into that? I played a bit on the 3DS. And? Yeah, it was really, really fun. I uh, don't know why I stopped playing, though. Yeah, because that's a damn good game. And I would like to, to play that. Like, that would be a good one to, to play the latest expansion on the Switch. But without a D-pad, forget it. Like, there's no way. And if I have to use the Pro Controller, I'm like, yeah, but then I got to use the TV. And, you know... And so I'm looking and I'm like, well, there's literally nothing else that interests me right now. So that's it. When does Fire Emblem come out? Uh, Fire Emblem on the the Switch or? No, 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 no. On the 3DS. In May. Ugh. So, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to be playing. So (laughs) that's going to be, that'll be interesting. And, uh, And that's that. So I don't know. I mean, are you actually going to replay Zelda? Yeah, I was. I, I like. I'm. Addic- I'm still addicted to Zelda. It's funny. Like, with all the negative stuff I have to say uh, on the Switch, like, uh, I got the Switch on Tuesday and right after work, and then I had a supper, so I came home late, and I was telling myself, okay, just before bed, I'd play a bit of Zelda, just try it out, and I ended up playing for like three hours. And it's just one of those games where when you when you start, like it's hard to stop. So I'm really enjoying that. I'm having trouble with the controls, like I said, but still, like the fact that I already beat in Zelda, I'm much better at it than I was when I started playing. So I know 
I know, like, for example, that it's a smart idea to invest in your stamina at the beginning instead of the heart so you can get access to more shrines early on and then you'll be more powerful. So probably, I, I'm probably going to beat Zelda again, hopefully. That, that, that would be rare because I usually don't do that. I don't know why, and that's the type of gamer that if you're not a Pokemon game, I don't. I won't replay you. It's weird, but like I'm re I'm replaying Pokemon Sun right now. I'm almost done with it and having a blast doing so. So I I'm weird like that. Like Pokemon, I'll give many free passes, but other games, I'm like, nah, I've beaten you. Even though you were amazing, I'm not playing again, and that's on. sad because I really want to play Mass Effect Andromeda, and I don't have time to do that. Don't forget that. Like uh, I tried to play some Switch uh, yesterday when Elliot was uh, was not sleeping, and he threw me a tantrum because he wanted to play. And uh, and another thing about the Switch is it seems super fragile, mm -hmm. so I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not super comfortable about my two year old like because I don't know if you have any nieces or whatever that are around that age, but when they're, they get like annoyed or angry or whatever they have in their hands, like they won't like you and I properly deposit it carefully. They'll, they'll just throw it. That's right. <laughs> and then I'll have to bug you for another $400 after that. So uh, I'm being very careful with that. So right now I'm having to play either when I go to the bathroom or before I go to bed or when he's asleep. So same thing with Mass Effect. If this was on Switch, that would be amazing, but that's too hard too much to ask. So we'll see. Like, I'm really into Zelda. Uh, I'm going to get Bomberman. And well, we'll let see. me know. Let me know when you get Bomberman because we can have some matches online and it'll be pretty funny. Uh, but th like I said, you have to talk. It's boring if you're not uh, speaking to someone because it's the same thing in like... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just another. use our headsets that yeah, came exactly. with the Switch to course, do that. And then, like, I'm still... I'm still having a blast with my 3DS, so I'm still going to be playing Pokemon. Mario Baseball, Fire Emblem comes out in May. And then, I don't know, because uh, th there's still a few 3DS games that haven't gotten their uh, release dates. Like, there's Pikmin that's supposed to come out this year, and this, then there's Ever Oasis, I believe it's called. Yeah. So, there's stuff there. And my Xbox One, right now, I've put it on sale. Still haven't gotten a response, so nobody, if nobody picks it up, uh, because there's a, a site here on Facebook where you can put stuff up. It's like a virtual garage sale, basically. And I haven't had success with the Xbox so far, so if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna put it on eBay and just see how much I can get for that. Because I have 17 games with it that I'm bundling with, so I thought I could get a decent amount, but maybe not. Maybe I'm blind. I don't know. They just announced the Project Scorpio um, specification, so move your butt, man, because once news breaks of that, like mainstream, it's, you know, not many people will be willing to dig in. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should just... Okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> maybe maybe I should just give it away. Give it no, away. don't do that. For free. No, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> to my cat. Okay, so there's actually some Amiibo news today. Dun, dun, dun. Nothing. I thought you knew what it was. No, actually, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. See? Look at you, some fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, the Amiibo news is not um, it's it's not about new Amiibos coming out or anything like that. It's actually that on Best Buy's website, three new Amiibos appeared. Uh, whether or not they're still in the system, I don't know. But on their individual pages, there was no names of what it was. It was just like Amiibo 1, Amiibo 2, Amiibo 3 with like a, a unique product code. So we know that this is legit. Um, and in the description, it said that the games are compatible with Zelda. Now, why this is important is because under normal circumstances for Amiibos that are announced, um, that like every Amiibo is compatible with Zelda, but by specifically singling it out saying that they're compatible with Zelda, it most likely means that they are further ones in the breadth of uh, the Wild series, such as the Guardian and Zelda and Rider Link, and I think it's Archer Link, and uh, I never remember what the, the creature is called, a Bobokin or something like that. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, so basically the, 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 you know, the, the rumors are saying that, well, obviously, uh, these three are for Zelda. And if you don't know, um, there are two other costume sets that are in the game that are currently unavailable. And that is the Skyward Sword costume set and the Fierce Deity costume set. Both of those costume sets are in the game because they've been data mined. Um, but there's no way to access either of those costume sets. So the rumors are suggesting that two of those three Amiibos would unlock those particular costume sets. And the third one, I'm not entirely sure what it could be. Personally, I'm hoping that we get something like a Guardian-sized Amiibo again, because that's actually one of my favorite Amiibos. I'm so glad I picked that up. It's awesome. I actually have all of the Zelda Amiibos now, that I've got out beside the Master Sword that came with Zelda. And it looks great, at least from my perspective. Serena came in and it's like, what is all that crap? <laughs> but uh, no, I really like it. I, I really do. The Guardian one is 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 just wicked. It, it looks absolutely awesome. So I'm really hoping it would be cool to get like, you know, something like a Majora's Mask sort of like amiibo and then something you know like a skyward sword link maybe you know flying or something would be kind of cool um but then it would be really awesome to have that that third one be some sort of larger amiibo because i i really like those i think they look really really cool and i'm probably going to go and pick up the um fire emblem amiibos now that i found out that they they there will be some sort of functionality with those um i've got well what is it Four? Yeah. I think there's four that are out right now. Um, and I've got two, like, here. Or is it... No, I've got three. That's it. I've got three right now. And I have the two pre-ordered for um, for the new Fire Emblem game. And then I think there's another two that I'm missing. And then there's one that hasn't even been, uh, like, announced or whatever yet. So, anyways. I, I That's what I'm doing with Amiibos now. I pick and choose the ones that like I like that are usually part of sets and stuff like Mario and stuff. Forget it. There's just 50 billion of them. Smash brothers. Yeah. To hell with that. There's again, there's like a bajillion, but for stuff like Zelda, I really like them. I, I, and like Metroid, if they, if they, if there's ever another Metroid game, uh, it would be pretty cool to have, you know, some amiibos for those because they're, they're just very well designed little figures. Even if their in game functionality isn't, you know, superb, they're, they're really nice to look at. So, um, so there you go. I don't know if you have anything you want to say about that. No, that's uh, that's pretty cool. 
And I know that I'm hearing Elliot's waking up, so oh, I think perfect. we should wrap this up with your blast from the past. Yes, sir. So my ba- blast from the past is not an unknown game. It's a very, 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 very popular game, but it's a game I've wanted to play uh, for a while now, and I'm sure I have options, either be it uh, with the 3DS and or with the Wii U, and that's Donkey Kong Country. I'm in the mood for some Donkey Kong Country. And if you don't know, if you were a member of Nintendo Power way back in the day, I still have my VHS copy of, uh, I forget what his name was, where he went to Nintendo of America. <laughs> I have that showing... too, actually, at my mom's house. <laughs> awesome, no? And yeah. I was I was thinking of that, um, and that's where I was like, you know what, I really am in the mood to go back to Donkey Kong Country. I haven't played that in such a long time. Such a great game, and believe it or not, it's actually my favorite of the Donkey Kong trilogy, <laughs> of the Donkey Kong Country trilogy, rather. I, I absolutely loved the first one, just probably because there hadn't been a Donkey Kong game in years and years and years, and it was just such an original take on the uh, on the series. So that's it. That's my blast from the past. And I'm going to let you say the closing comments and we will be good to go. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.